Front Porch Radio presents Circle Unbroken with Taft Ayers. I was standing by my window on one cold and cloudy day. Tell us, Johnny. Hers come rolling for to carry my mother away. Will the circle be unbroken? Welcome back to another edition, episode, saga, if you will, of Circle Unbroken. As previously mentioned, I am your host, Taft Ayers, and Coach Mike. We've got a special day today, but before we introduce him, I want to ask you this. It's the million-dollar question. Uh-oh. How you feeling today, Coach? Fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> to those out there on Radio World and Podcast Land, here's what we want you to know. Coach Mike, you know where I'm going with this. Coach Mike is the man with the F word. He always brings fantastic. <laughs> Have you gotten in trouble for me saying that yet? Not okay. yet. Okay, I, I've had on. a couple of funny looks <laughs> sure. when they they said that they were listening, <laughs> right. and they said when you said, "Oh yeah, what's the f word?" And I'm like, yeah. and they're like, uh, "Where's he going with this?" And uh, and then they, oh okay, right. you know. But is it- <laughs> oh, it's good. Well, my favorite is you know a common fixture for me on the show has been Coleman. Okay, everybody knows him now as Kid Number Three, and. Coleman is fascinated with everything I say about Mike and the radio station. And recently he asked me, he said, he always says fantastic. And I said, that's right. And he goes, is there another F word? And I'm like, buddy, faith, family, football, you know? And so we've had some fun. Enjoy the innocence. That's exactly right. My my oldest son's like, yeah, I can tell you about another. (laughs) Um, And so we we have some fun with that. And on this show, I want to introduce everybody because here's what I found. We've got people that will meet me at the ballpark, people that will meet me at church. I go speak at their church. Uh, one guy the other day, I bumped into him. I had gone to a local gas station because it was that last minute hustle to get some charcoal. Like I had the meat, it was marinating, it was ready, but the charcoal that we had had, had been used up. A funny story for another day. A kid had decided to help daddy and realized it wasn't match light. My kids have learned to read now. And I walked out there to the grill and I said, hey, I'm ready to do this. What's what's going on here? And one of the kids looks at me and goes, Dad, I knew it wasn't match light, and so I got it ready for you. And I'm like, and he said, I got some of your gasoline from the get from the garage, and I, I, I got the bag ready. I go, did you pour the gasoline into the bag of charcoal? And he goes, yes, sir. And he said, that'll light, right? And I go... <laughs> So praise the Lord that there was that there was no flame yet. And so I, I took everything, I, I moved it out, I moved that grill out into the grass so that I could I could clean it out. And so I make a quick trip over to the gas station. I'm grabbing up lighter fluid, I'm grabbing up just a small bag of charcoal because I had gotten this good mm. meat and I was gonna, about to feed the family for fourteen bucks. Like I was I was on, I was ready, and so I'm not gonna spend much on this. Well, as I'm coming out, I'm I'm sitting here going, Okay, my hands are black from moving all this stuff. I know I smell like gasoline, you know, not lighter fluid. And I come out and I bump in to a local preacher and he says, Hey man. And I'm like, Hey, look, I promise I'm not blowing up the city. You know, like I I smell and I look funny. I go, Hey, good to see you. And he was like, dude, he was like, people are talking about your show. And I go, 
Oh, you say that to all the girls, you know? And, yeah. and he goes, no, man. He goes, the way that you guys are tying in faith, business, and community, he said, hadn't been done before. And I'm like, okay, you don't listen to podcasts. But, but what, <laughs> yeah. what he was talking about was here locally mm-hmm. on this format, we do a good job with sports, do a good job with politics, do a good, good job of what's happening locally. But my favorite thing about Circle Unbroken is that we take this concept, and if you're, if you're driving or if you're listening right now, there's a circle. And in your life, your life is complete. You feel like you're doing well when that circle is complete. But then sometimes you have those off days, and you say, ah, Something's not right today. I'm not ticking or clicking the way that I should. Our belief on on this format from this community is that something's off within that circle. And every circle starts with a point. And the point we believe here on the Circle and Broken family is that point is faith. Like you believe in something. You believe in God. You have that center. That's your point that starts the circle. Then you take your faith into maybe mission in the marketplace, into the business space, and you're able to do a better job. You're able to do a better service, provide something better for people when you feel like I can let my light shine here. So Circle Unbroken stands, as you've said, Coach, on the three-legged stool or Mm -hmm. the complete circle of faith, business, and then when you're able to take your faith into the marketplace, then what you're able to do is help your schools, help your community, help your leaders. And so it's circle unbroken, catching people up here, faith, business, and community. And when you look at those three things, it makes your life. If I can say, okay, what am I doing in the faith space? All right. How am I handling my business? Am I growing where I'm planted and making the community better? That makes the circle have this feeling of being unbroken and being complete together. And so our guest today, that was my little warm (laughs) ramp up here, is a buddy. Now, I love having my buddies on air. But this is a buddy who somebody this morning, Delk asked this morning, he said, hey, uh, so so Josh, what do you do? And I was explaining to Delk and James what he did. And I go, all right, look, I'm not even going to try because I know him as this and this and this, and I also know him as a guy where if somebody describes him as one thing and it's not dad or husband, right? The, the two chief things that he cares about. If it's not those two things on any given day, it can be, well, my drive is this today. And my drive is that today. So, so without further ado, I want to welcome in my buddy, Josh Crane. Welcome in, man. Thanks, man. Dude, I'm, I'm pumped that you're here and I'm going to lead you through today and say, hey, Josh, I'd like to talk about this. I'd like to hit this subject here, but I'm going to warm up the audience, okay? Because some of them have followed me and followed us in a lot of different spaces. Some of them are connected to, I told you this morning, I do my life here on West 7th Street. You presented a while back at a Sunday Night Connect event where, I mean, we packed the building. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it came out. We, we even did digital ads for it where people were just getting served those ads. And you presented there, and I'm just touching the hem of the garment here, but you presented there your career. You're, you're an established, uh, is it is the right description for me to say criminal defense attorney? Yes. Okay. I don't, I don't want to botch it. Uh, so, so you've done that. And then all the years of work there, one story in real life situation that is doing kingdom work. People can look this up. Okay. You can, you can type in everything from redeemed to Danny Holmes story to big daddy weave. Like you can do a combo of, of those things and you can find a story 
that you tell about a friend, brother, and client who converted the gospel message, converted to the gospel after being on trial and, or was getting ready to go on trial. And he was being accused of a crime, specifically in this case, murder being one of those things that he didn't, he said initially, I'm not guilty of this. And through conversations with you, through what I call Jesus movement, and then also with a nice little cherry on top, the song redeemed by big daddy weave moved him to, to a confession to say, I did it, but God's got me all the way over to, so some people know you from that, all the way over to what you have done, something you're very passionate about now with Crane Defensive Solutions. And I want to talk about that. And then y'all, there's one more thing, and I'm not even touching again, like I said, the very surface here. This is a guy who I believe I had him on today. Coincidentally, it's his birthday. And I said, Josh, can you come to Columbia for a treat? He's sitting here right now going, dude, what's the treat? All right. But somebody who embodies what I have built this program around the the circle. Uh, I do this, this, and this in my life. So crane defensive solutions. We're going to talk about that, but then also man up to health. You, you've been passionate about men being coach. You'll love this men being assets, not liabilities. And I was recently in a men's meeting with Josh and another fella, Josh from Kansas city. And we were, we were at a coffee shop and we were talking and he said something to me that day that has stuck with me. And I have used it with other people since then. He said, men are protectors. We're, we're built to provide and protect and do all these things. And he said, but if something went down in your house in the middle of the night, you can say you'd know how to use your gun. You'd say you'd know how to lock the place down and protect it. He said, but what if something happened to your wife? This hit me, coach. What if something happened to your wife and she was lifeless? Could you carry her out? And I was like, uh, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, but then I was like, I would be winded, like all, 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 the, all these feelings. And so you've, you've done a lot of things that, that really touch on all different kinds of things. And with your Man Up to Health initiative, I want to start today by talking about that. It is, am I right? It's a nonprofit. It is. And the mission of that is to do what, Josh? The mission of Man Up to Health is really just to open that conversation with men about the reality that they need to be both physically fit, but also mentally fit mm. and really man up to health. Um, it, it doesn't have one component or the other, right? It's, 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 it's literally 50, 50. Right. Um, and I, I really think that men more so than women, I think men, we tend to focus on our physical health or what we think makes us physically healthy. Although we can have a big discussion about that, <laughs> but we oftentimes neglect the mental health. And I don't think neglecting it means that we don't recognize it. All right. I think if you go talk to the average dude, if you can, if you can break through that initial barrier, you'll figure out like he knows when he's down, he knows when he's feeling anxiety, he knows when he's, you know, whatever, he just doesn't talk about it. Okay. And what I want to do is I want to get men to the point where we recognize for one another that just like I need to be willing to call you on the phone and say, Hey dude, let, let's go for this run or let's go ruck or let's do whatever. I also need to be able to say, Hey man, what's going on with you? Mm. Like you've been down lately. Let's talk. And, uh, we need to, we need to break out of that cycle and we need to, 
divorce ourselves from the idea that being a man is the is the equivalent of no tears, no emotion, n- no whatever. It's just strength all the time because when you when you carry that burden, it 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 weighs you down. Man, and and there's so many guys who we're built to take care of it. Meaning, I'm going to handle this. And so the number one line that a man will give is, "I'm fine, I'm I'm, I'm good, right. I'm fine." They don't talk about it. They don't unload it, so to speak. And it's almost it's a tragedy for me to look at you. And for me to call you brother or you to call me brother, whether or not that's spiritual or not, okay, but but bound together by something. And I think we've thrown that word around a lot. And I I was at a conference recently and a guy was speaking. It was a church conference, a, a church affiliation that we'd all be familiar with in this room. And the guy was talking about how he converted to Christ and he converted to Christ from a gang life. And when he converted to Christ from this, this man was speaking and teaching, and he said, and I have struggled since I left the gang lifestyle and gone to the church. Because there's no brotherhood. And he said, it's not there. And he said, you know what we never said when when I was, he said, gang banging. He goes, you know what we never said then? We never said, hey, I'll be right back. I've got to go to gang. He said, we, we were the gang. And he goes, and it's, it's what we did. We bled together by, by all these things. He goes, now, our moral code was off, but there was a code. And he said, it, it, so it was tough on that. And he goes, so now I'm here with all these people that are brothers. They're going to spend you know, life together here and beyond. And he said, and we're just kind of coexisting. Nobody shares. Nobody opens up. And he said, so now people say brother. And I kind of go, huh. And it was that feeling. And so I think to be able to share, hey, Let's go for a run. Hey, how are you doing physically? Are you taking care of yourself? Dude, sucker, what are you eating that for? Or whatever it might be, the the little fun stuff, but also all the way over here to, hey, man, anxiety and depression are real. And you got to talk to somebody. And I think for a lot of us, that's become noise. And so I I like what you guys are doing this. Now, educate me and the audience. Is there, do you have a a council or a board? Yeah, so... So the way, the way this all came about, um, I love this stuff, <laughs> the man up to health. That's really new. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that came after I created crane defense solutions, but you know, one of my core groups of people outside of my family is my jujitsu family. Right. And one of the things that I found in jujitsu is literally a second family. Mm. I mean, it's, I, I don't even know how to describe it to people that aren't in it. You know, it's just, you're very close. So when this, when this idea kind of manifested itself, I said, all right, I know where I want to go. But one of the things I learned a long time ago is if you want to achieve something, you Taft may have a great idea. It, It may be the most awesome idea you've ever had. Right. But you have to recognize where you're strong and where you're weak and you've got to have a really good team. So what I did is because it's a nonprofit, I created the board of directors and I I, I very specifically hand selected. And that's essential for a nonprofit. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 You, yeah. You have to have a certain number of of, uh, board members anyway, under state law. But, um, I hand selected these guys and I I went to each one of them. I've got, uh, Kyle Frazier is on the board. Kyle, if you follow me, you know that I talk about Kyle frequently. He's one of my closest friends. Uh, Kyle's a strong guy. He's physically strong. Um, he's a motivator of other people and, and there are men that look up to him. 
I got Josh Sanders, wonderful, wonderful guy. All these guys are based out of Rutherford County. Okay. Absolutely wonderful guy. Uh, Kyle was in law enforcement. Now he's at the fire service. Josh is the fire marshal in Rutherford County. Carl Daigle. Carl's an absolutely phenom of a guy. Um, he owns a company called Code One Safety in Rutherford County. He's also with the fire service. And then uh, his name is Bartholomew. We call him Bart, Bart Valley. Uh, Bart's a Coast Guard guy. All of these guys I met through jujitsu or the law enforcement community or something like that. Every one of them are solid, and every single one of them have the same mindset that I have, which is I want you to be physically fit. You owe that to yourself, and you owe that to the people around you. But I also want you to be mentally fit, right, because that's that's a huge component. And so when I built the program, I went to those guys, and I said, hey, look, it, it only happens if I create the board that I want to have. Mm. And that's yeah. what we got. And so you have, as far as that board and that group and that mission, you've got something planned already. Yeah. I, I have seen that. Is that coming up on 11-11? Yeah. November 11th. Okay. Yeah. So what we did just to um, set up our first event, which is uh, not a not a fundraiser. It's nothing like that. It's, okay. it's kind of this unofficial, let's get together. We're going to do a ruck in downtown Murfreesboro. Now, so. I've heard... Of, of ruck a, a lot of somebody doing that that's uh, when i hear that i got a backpack yeah right yeah and i'm busting my tail for how many miles what's the deal well we're only going to do about two okay okay but yeah the idea behind the ruck is that you you've got your pack and you've got some weight okay and so we, we we chose that intentionally because the idea is i could say hey let's get together and we'll just talk let's get together and we'll have coffee right but anybody can do that okay. the idea behind the ruck is i want you to come out here and I want you to do something a little bit harder than you normally do. Okay. Okay. The whole idea behind man up to health, right? Where does that come from? It comes from the fact that when I was a kid and I would, you know, I'd cut myself with a, a pocket knife or I would, you know, whatever. My dad would say, man up boy. Mm, yeah. Right. And I didn't look <laughs> at that as a negative. I didn't say, well, that's, that's not nice. I looked at that like, okay, yeah, that's what I'm supposed to aspire to be. I'm supposed to man up. I need my safe space. Dad. Right. It's a little, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there were no coloring books and safe spaces for me. Right. Sure. sure. Okay. And so that, that happens. And then you're providing an opportunity for guys to do this as a community yeah, to get together and to go. And then is it, how does it work? Does it, do you say, Hey, this is an open invitation. We want to do this. And are, are you raising funds? How, we, what, what? Yeah, we will eventually raise okay. funds, but right now all we really want to do is kind of put our mission out there in front of the guys Yeah, and say, Hey, come out here, meet us, see what we're about. Sure. Uh, long-term man, I would love to, to be able to have a cooperative agreement with counselors with others so that maybe you, because you know me and you know my organization, mm -hmm. you can come to me and say, Hey, Josh, look, man, I, I don't feel comfortable just going to anybody, but I've got this burden, man. Who can I go talk to? And I go, Hey, look, I've got a network of people. Right. Right. So this is what I want to encourage everybody to do before we go to our first break. I want you to, if you're, if you're a Facebook fiend, right? Like if you get on there and you look for everything through Facebook, uh, you can find this. It's called man up number two, number two, right? Health, health. And that they can look there and they can see some things that are done already. The things that I love about the algorithm is that if I go look for that, I'm also going to find a share or a like or a thread to Crane Defense Solutions to some of the right. stuff you do. And we're going to get into that after the break. We want to encourage you today to, if there's something that you don't like in your community or something you're missing in your community, Josh will inspire you to create it. Don't wait. 
just go and do it. Find somebody like-minded that can do it. We'll be back here on Circle Unbroken with our special guest, my friend and brother, the birthday boy, Josh Crane. The unbroken This is Coach Traders Golf from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or parksmotorsales.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless, sparkles like the sun. They're timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. 
Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM-FM, Columbia, Tennessee. It's a good day to be alive, and it's also a day full of blessings when you get to, you know what I'm going to say, Coach, when you get to interrupt Johnny Cash. When I get to go, <laughs> hold on, hold on, sir, i got to talk. Um, I, I have loved getting the rhythm of the show. I, I've loved developing it and creating it. And what I have liked is I remember the day we were sitting there, and we talked about the name of the show, and we talked about the song, and I had to confess to a group that Circle Unbroken wasn't my jam. You know, didn't didn't grow up with it, didn't didn't know it, and then I said, "Play a few of them," and they played them, and I go, "Wait, is one of those by Johnny Cash?" And they said, "Yeah." I go, "Well, that makes everything cooler." Yeah. Let's go ahead and do it. Well, I've got buddies now who some of them will be in in Memphis, one of them's in Oklahoma, and they'll they will send me now. Now I'm associated with because they all subscribe, and so here's what happens: anytime a new one drops. It comes to their phone feed. And so now, the way algorithms work, they will be fed on their phones like some tabernacle choir featuring cats <laughs> doing Circle Unbroken. And they send them to me. And so I've got them all, even to the point where I was meeting with a client recently, and he told me, he said, man, we're really excited about you coming and speaking for us. And I said, yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be good. He goes, I got something for you. I was like, what's that? And he pulls out a guitar. And he had learned Circle Unbroken. And, and he wanted me to be like, hey, dude, why don't you come into the studio and uh, record that jingle? Uh, so, Coach, it's a good day today, man. Uh, I, I'm excited to have Josh here. Uh, if you're just now tuning in or catching up, Josh Crane uh, is here. And we recently talked in our last break about a, an initiative, a nonprofit, a, a great assistance to men especially called Man Up to Health. And it is, as we mentioned, it's a nonprofit, but also it's a way to say, hey, health matters, whether or not that's your physical health, whether or not it's your mental health. It's an idea of saying, hey, let's let's get together. Let's have a brotherhood. Let's let's yeah. do things for, for you. It's because you can't take care of other people if you're not taking care of yourself. Do we miss anything there? Do we cover most of it, Josh? No, it covers it, really. Okay. Uh, I, I'll say this, though, at least while we're still on that topic, yeah. I think this is super important for people to understand. I think sometimes from the outside looking in, you know, I might look at something that you create and it creates a certain image in my mind because sure. I have a certain image of you. Right. I think sometimes when we when we see people or we hear people or we meet people that start organizations, we sometimes have a tendency to put them in a category of, you know, well, that's that's the entrepreneur guy or whatever. Man up to health, yeah, I'm passionate about it, but part of the reason I'm passionate about it is because I suffer from the same things mm. that I want other men to be able to defeat. Right. So it's personal. You know, it's not 
I didn't go to some school and, and go, well, this is a, this is a good thing for me to do. Like I, I fight my own battles I realize what they are and I go, all right, I'm fighting this. I know other dudes fight this. All right, let's go. Right. Right. Yeah. That, that initiative of saying, come on. Yeah. And, it, and it's, you know, like you said, other dudes, I fight as, as well. And, and, um, but I think that one of the toughest things of this fight is the, either the recognition or the non-recognition mm-hmm. of the circumstances. You know, when you hurt your arm, you break your arm. Yeah. You get a cast. Everybody knows what you've done. Right. You know, when you break a leg, you, you know, you get a, K, a walking boot or something like that. Everybody knows you're hurt. You're, you're, you're injured. Uh, you know, you're sick. You run a fever. You get pale, stuff like that. Symptoms, indicators. Yeah. When you're fighting depression or anxiety or something like that, no one sees it because it's it's an internal situation. Very, very real and very and probably the hardest thing you'll ever deal with. You know, an arm is is a physical healing. That mental and emotional healing is is tough. But it's also tough because even though we're trying to acknowledge it, it's a it's a lonely fight. Right. Because right. no one else sees it. Mm. And we've been taught to get past it, you know, get past it, sure. you know, man up. Yeah. Yep. You know, you're, you're, you're stronger than that. Uh, you've got to be the strong one, you know, cause you know, uh, again, this is a misnomer on females and stuff, but you know, the females are the, are the, the huggy touchy feely ones. You're, you're supposed to be the strong one. Right. You're supposed to be the, and being that, having that weakness, which it's not weakness, it, it, but it's, it seems like one. Sure. No, you're right. And, 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 but you can't see it and no one else sees it. So you've got to admit it. You've got to say something about it. And one of the toughest things a man will ever do is admit his weaknesses. Mm. Yeah. And, and that's, uh, you know, and I think that's one reason why so many men go through this. Um, they have such a tough time with it. They don't want to admit that they can't control the circumstances that they're in and they need help. I think that's the thing God wants us. And I try to teach my boys this, especially my girl doesn't struggle with this part, but God wants us to be open with our problems. Right. The enemy wants them to be our identity. And, and that doesn't have to be the case. Admitting something, saying something that doesn't make me who I am, but it, it's me saying, Hey, this is a problem. This is. And I think when you say it and when you put it out there, the same way you just mentioned it becomes a, and this, you'll like this transition, it becomes a target to shoot at. You know what I'm saying? You're putting well, I needed, something. you know, I needed a doctor's help yeah. to put that cast on. Right. He right. had to help. I can't put right. that cast on. I can't fix that arm by myself. Right. Right. Okay. But everybody understands that. Mm-hmm. They don't always understand, you know, when you're like, well, man, just, you know, you got to think more positively. What? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying. Right. Am I going to will that into existence? Yeah. Right. The, and here's a piece to it. If you're hearing this and you're thinking, okay, I've been with you since the beginning of the show. I've looked up Josh Crane. He does all of these things. Well, the reality of it is you could, and I'm just making this up, but I mean this, I could literally, uh, as much as you had the capacity with your team, I could create a weekend that is, Man up to health, crane defense solutions, 
and redeemed. Oh, absolutely. Literally, because you've got the health piece, okay? But the redeemed piece, uh, the, the spiritual piece, is, it stands alone. It's a, right. a guy told me recently he on the group thread, he goes, this is a real story, you know? And, and so we'll tease them with that and get to that. But, but so right here on the defense solutions part, that was born... From what? Where where did that come from, Josh? <laughs> I, I made a target reference earlier. Yeah. But but where where does that piece come from? I think I think that for me it, um it goes all the way back to my childhood, really. I mean, because I I'm an attorney, right? right. But I right. and I've I've told this before, you know, you and I have talked about it before. I didn't come from an attorney family, right? Right, right. As, as my daddy would say, I came from working stock, all right? <laughs> right. Um, but I've always been passionate specifically about, like, shooting. I love to shoot. And I started realizing that I had weaknesses that I needed to train, I needed to be stronger at. And so going through that, you know, my jujitsu journey obviously has the physical component to it, the weapons training. I've already loved to do that. Then I started meeting some of these other people and I realized, wait, no, no, there's, there's this medical component too. And part of that really manifested itself specifically with my oldest daughter, um, because both of my oldest children had seizures, mm. but it was only my oldest daughter who transitioned from absent seizures to grand mal seizures. And I remember the first time she had a grand mal seizure. And I've, I've said this many times. If, if I went back and I pulled the 911 audio from the call that we made the day that she had her first seizure, you would have heard an absolutely terrified and panicked dad. Like I, that bothers me today, you know? And I, you look at that and you go, man, I wasn't prepared. That is my flesh and blood. And I wasn't prepared. And so Again, with with the group of guys that that I'm close to, I started looking at it. I said, we need to we need to do something about this. And the reality is, I don't care where you are. Most places right now, if you if Taft said, hey, man, I want to go learn how to shoot. You can Google it. And and there's some dude out there that will teach you how to shoot. If you say, hey, I want to do some physical fitness type training, you know, maybe some martial arts training. You can find a place to do it. And if you want medical training, it'll be more limited. But you can find that. But we looked around. We said, we can we can't find a single company where you do all three of those. Right. And the whole right. philosophy is I want to I want to make sure you're prepared to handle yourself physically, go to a weapon if you have to, and then deal medically with the consequences afterwards. I want to be able to I want to be able to do all of it. Well, and it's changed from what I can tell. It has changed. We always notice changes in our friends. You know, like, oh, they're doing this now or that now. It has either changed or highlighted, whatever it might be, the way you go to social situations. Yeah. You posted a picture recently where you had gone, you were on a family vacation, fall break, right? Yeah. And where'd you go? Kings Island or? No, we went up to Cincinnati. Oh, the Cincinnati. Zoo. Okay. Yeah, you're yeah. at the zoo and you went there and you immediately struck up a conversation with the security guard, security guard about this is, I love this. Yeah. I wanted to know what was in his medical kit. Yeah. Yeah. From, from a, from a, Hey, you're protecting all these people. Are, are you equipped? Right. And right. it turns out. You were, you loved what he was oh, yeah, doing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He, yeah. I talked to him about his kit and, um, I, I wanted to know, I was, I was like, you know, do you, do you have tourniquets? Yes, sir. Got tourniquets. You got chest seals? Yes, sir. We got chest seals. We talked about the stuff that he had in his kit. And, um, I thought, you know, that's awesome because one, I'm just, I kind of nerd out on that stuff a little bit sure. these days, you know, but the other thing is, for example, the way I think about it, right. When I'm walking up to the Cincinnati zoo, I, I can't carry my gun inside, at least not legally. Right. Right. Um, so that guy, like he's my guy, if something goes down in the zoo, 
like he's my guy. But even more important than that, I is, just want to save that clip for the future. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. But more important than that, though, if something goes down in the zoo, I know he's got equipment that I need. Sure. So I know where to go get it. Right. Right. Well, and that's what you think. I believe. Every man should be. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Like, like an absolutely. asset. Absolutely. Uh, to that piece. Because here's the thing, and I, I don't want to go too political on your show, but here's the thing, man. The truth is the truth. For, for too long, especially in this country, for too long, we have been telling men that being a man is not a good thing. Dang right. Okay? We've yep. been telling men, you need to be more feminine. You need to be more passive. Uh, we, you, you hear these terms, toxic masculinity. All of that stuff is designed to convince a man that he is not supposed to be what God created him to be. Right. Okay? My muscle mass is different than my wife's for a reason. It didn't happen by accident. God knew that when I chose her and two became one, I have a responsibility. Right. So we need right. to, we need to slough off this dead skin of, well, let's just kind of all coexist the same exact way. And we need to man up. Right. Right. Oh, I, I love the way that it connects to each other. My son last night was, was saying some stuff to me, was my oldest son. And he said, dad, you know what I've started to realize I said, what's that? I've got this one buddy, and uh, you know this buddy. He's been on this show before, too, Cameron. And Cameron will send memes. And my oldest son has gotten to this age where I get a meme or a reel, and I'll open them in front of him. And that's roulette with your friends, right? But I'll say, if it's good, we'll keep it. If it's not safe for your ears, we'll skip. And so I've started doing this with my 15-year-old. And it's been a man conversation for him to see I have real friends, I have right. friends that, that send things that are, that are great and they're inspirational. I have friends that send things that sometimes you skip or you say, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to look at this, you know, here. And so a lot of them have a, a political masculine lean to them. And my son stopped me and he said, Dad, and Coach, you'll love this. He goes, Dad, there's more people out here like us than some people want to admit. And I, I, I dug in. 15, you know, real pivotal time. I go, what do you mean? And he goes, there's more people that have the values and the sense that, that we have. And he goes, but it doesn't always feel like it. If you think about it, it's true, but it doesn't always feel like it. And I go, that's media, bro. I mean, like that, that's that you want to feel like Hollywood's the majority. You want to feel right. like all this. And so I, I was able there. I'm not the most gun toting ruck running, you know, doing like I admire those things. Not and, yet. Yeah, amen. <laughs> Would love to do. If I keep having these gun dudes on the show, I'm going to be. But in that moment, he said that. And I said, dude, you are absolutely right. Don't, don't let it be deceived. We talk about oppression and we talk about all these things, but I want you to know, no matter what the narrative is, you should be alert for sure. But there's more dudes, and we just need to inspire right. each other. And so then it inspired my son to say, hey, Dad, I got a reel for you. And I was like, okay. And so the reel is this guy talking. He's a comedian. And he says, men and women, y'all may have seen this, men and women are not the same. Everybody's running around saying that we're equal. He goes, equal means same. He goes, we're not the same. And he says, one of my favorite things about a woman is that she's not a dude. And, and he talks about it. And my son loved it. And he goes, the man goes, I could not run around and say, oh, they won't let me have a baby. You know, he goes, I can't do that. And he goes, sorry, I can't. Well, then he goes on to say, he's a comedian. He goes, how many of you tonight when you got a babysitter 
He says, got a dude. He goes, none of you. He goes, not because you're sexist. He goes, but because you're not dumb. And he was like, you, you wanted a girl to take it. And, but it was because of that convo, because of my son saying that he was able to be feel cemented yeah. in that. And I think that's important for men of all ages. We're going to another break. We've got Josh Crane here. We're going to come back for our last break. And what I want to do when we come back for our last segment is talk about every different piece to what we do, how we do it, and the things that you're doing, Josh, I know you hate applause and praise, but things you're doing for men. Uh, I think it really matters. I think it's vital. And so we'll be back here on Circle Unbroken with our special guest, Josh Crane. The unbroken, by and by, Lord, by and by. There's a better, in the sky. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hosts for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. 
We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I want to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. This is Delk Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charities, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome back to Circle Unbroken, and we tell people all the time, we talk about this phrase, growing where you're planted, and I was told that at a young age, I was told that when I started doing full-time ministry, then when I started consulting businesses, I would talk about, hey, you're here at this job, you're here in this role, your position here, as long as you're here, meaning not uprooted, planted here, you have a responsibility. If you're going to stay, make it better. And we, we've done shows about that. I tell people that in the church space. If you're going to stay, make it better. If you're going to go to that school, make it better. It goes back to a story where I went to a local um, Christian school uh, here in Tennessee. And I, I went to that Christian school for college. And I got to my senior year and I got that senioritis. Every, I, I remember I went to an advisor and I said, I'm surrounded by idiots. And he looked at me and you could tell he wasn't in retention or admissions. And he said, you pay money to go to school here? I said, yeah, too much. And he said, well, then it's not a prison. He said, you don't pay money, you know, to go to a prison, a place where you can't leave. And he said, it's not a prison. You can go. I was like, "Uh oh, you were supposed to say that. And he goes, you can stay and make it better or you can leave. Like that was the option. And so I tell people all the time, if you're somewhere and you're planted, Man, grow, like, like, like make it better. Well, one of the things I like about having you on the show today, Josh, is that one of the best ways to grow where you are planted is to have rich soil, is to have all these different things that are poured into where I am, which will help me, and this isn't a very masculine word, uh, but help me blossom. 
It, it'll help me grow. It'll help me to develop. And when you think about that, the idea of something that blossoms, something that grows, it's because it's strong. It's because it has something on a foundation that, that is rich here. And, and you've been doing that. You've been doing that with your Man Up to Health. You've been doing that with Crane Defense Solutions, helping people understand we have weapons in our lives. We have things. We have tools that we have. But it is just a, it's just something, it's just manufactured steel if you don't know how to use it. It's just something right there if you don't know how to do it. Your body is just a, a big old mass of flesh if you don't, if you don't know what to do with it, you know, if, if you can't better it for you. The same way a Bible is just a book if it's in my house. Uh, but when I explore it and when I see the depths of it, then all of a sudden there's, hey, these are the words to life. I mean, you've got something that, that's big here. We got manuals. We got first aid kits. We got all these things in cars and houses and, and offices. If they're not utilized, if you're not fresh on, on those things, then, hey, there's no <laughs> prepared nature. You, you're not ready when, it, when it's time for this. And, and Josh, speaking of the Bible, uh, talking about that, what, one of my favorite things and what, what brought us together is the story, the, the Danny Holmes story of redemption. But it's, uh, I know we call it the Danny Holmes story because the story is not about you only. And I know Danny would be quick to say it's not about him only. It's a Jesus story. But Josh, this is something, it's a story that you will readily tell mm-hmm. to any organization, big or small, any church, any government agency, I mean, any, anybody, you'll yeah, go, I don't care who it is. It. And my favorite thing about you is you're like, Hey, this is not a get rich thing. Mm-hmm. This is not a make any money thing. Mm-hmm. This is just a story worth telling. And I know, I mean, I, cause I've been with you for a while on this, that this format, us having just a few minutes left in the show is going to undersell the story. But what I would love to do is offer a tease, offer an intro yeah. to, to the story that you have been called to tell and how that happens. If you would, if you would walk yeah. through that, man, somebody, if I said, Hey, Josh, Josh is known for telling this story about something that happened to him. Josh, what's that story? What would you say? In short form? Yes. That story is about a white Southern lawyer that gets appointed to a black kid from the North gangbanger mm-hmm. on a murder charge and some other very serious charges. Right. Uh, you could not have put two more diametrically opposite people in the same room together, but it happened. And over the course of a few years, that relationship from a professional standpoint continued to grow. But all along the way, there became an underlying current of God's involved. Mm. And that change started to take place with Danny. I observed the change. Uh, we're still dealing with things in the court system, and it would ultimately culminate in him accepting responsibility for what he had actually done, being honest about what he had done, and doing it in a very dramatic fashion that nobody saw coming. Um, and because of that, that happened in 2019. And to this day, Danny is now my friend. Uh, I baptized Danny before he went to prison. Um, he writes. I talked to him on the phone. <laughs> uh, I visit him. 
It's uh it's it, it is literally the one case that I will have in my life that at the right time brought back into focus for me why I even do what I do. Right. Because there was an opportunity to have an impact and there are bigger things at work and sometimes you don't see them. That, and that's why I want to walk people through. If I were describing it to somebody, here's what I would say. Uh, Josh and I were able to work together to, to, to create an, an event, an experience, and it, you you had a story that you were telling, and you just said, man, I'll tell it to anybody. I remember it coming to my inbox and me going, oh, man, I love to create and develop and do. And so we started telling the story over the Southeast, you know, to, to different places. Well, when when we did it, here, here's what I love, Coach. It can go, it can go to a church. Freed Hardeman picked it up, and they did a whole the rush weekend that they do uh, year before last. You were the weekend speaker there, where you divided it up into three sessions, and then also they took all the breakout classes and did it. And that was a neat moment for me because it was my alma mater and friends. Shout out to Joe Askew. Um, there we met. Joe came to the West Seventh Night where you did it for the church there, and you did it. But then what I also love is you can put the you can step on the gas, and it can be a corporate presentation. Yeah. Um, I know that the different organizations that, that you can present that to, uh, I also know just to use a local context for us on a smaller format, you don't care. And so you, you'll go just tell the story. Uh, Josh went and presented that story to the Tennessee children's home yeah. there. And it, and it really had an impact to those people that were there. Then there's the, like we said, the local church, the school, the businesses, you, you have an opportunity to do it. Then one of the artists, uh, Mike Weaver from Big Daddy Weave, who wrote the song and sang the song, you guys did a podcast together yeah. where it was you and Mike, who's a great artist and a great dude. And then Danny was able to right. call in and do it. And you've been able to tell it. And it's, it's moved people in a lot of ways. But what I like to challenge people to hear is this. Yesterday, what one of our guys here at the station was talking about a story that's gotten notoriety again uh, because somebody giving details to a gruesome death years ago and one of the tags they put at the end of it I said well why is the guy saying everything now like why is he telling everything now and the guy goes well he's found Jesus and when he said it he, he knew he couldn't judge that guy's heart but he said it almost when you hear that, that somebody is in prison and then that somebody finds Jesus, we, we kind of like throw it on there. And without saying it, it's almost like a, yeah, of course they did. And this Danny conversion has taken that out of my vocabulary Absolutely. and out of my nature because I don't care where you find God or, or, or how you find yeah. God or, or what you do. And Every one of us has a conversion yeah. story. Yeah. You know? Hey, look, man, it's odd. Oh, I've, gone, I've gone to Pennsylvania. I've done that story multiple times here. I've gone other places. And you, when you and I did the very first event together, you know, you sat down with me and you said, all right, what's the vision? What is this about? I had, there was only one hard and fast rule. I didn't care where I went. I didn't care what the format was. I didn't care who I was talking to. The only hard and fast rule was we never charge for it. Right. Never charge right. for it. Like I'll cover my own expenses. I go where I go where you have me go. Right. Mm -hmm. There's so many people as this thing progressed that said that very same thing. Oh, this is just a game. 
Right. You know, this is a guy that's been in the system. He knows how to work the system. He's trying to get leniency or whatever. And the fact of the matter is, Danny didn't even take advantage of, you know, a third of the legal remedies he could have if it was a game. Right. You know, he, he's, he's laying down a life sentence right now. Right. And, you know, Danny told me something one time that I, that stuck with me. He said, you know, it, it, we were maybe two years after he said, I had people come to me after they heard the, the, the story break and the news carried it and all that kind of stuff. And they wanted to come in and they wanted to, you know, Hey, I want to write a book for you. And Hey, I want to do these things. He said, Josh, but you know what? He said, all of those people are gone now. Like, I don't know what happened to them, but they're gone. The only one that everybody said would not stick with me has, and it's you. Mm-hmm. Everybody said, man, when your case is done, your lawyer's done. Well, I'll tell you, I was done as a lawyer, but I wasn't done as a man. Right, right. And yeah, and, and the way y'all have stuck together, um, the, your rapport when yeah. you guys talk, and you've made it. The presentation, folks, is a presentation that when I first saw it, we were in a small little church in Brentwood. I just needed, I needed a format. And we go in this little church building, a great little place, and you presented it. And I had a team, and we took notes. And we, we just thought, okay, how can we, the presentation is good. How can we make this thing come alive on, on a screen, you know, in, in a neat way? And everybody who jumped on board uh, all of a sudden looked at it and went, ooh, cool piece. And ooh, cool this. Well, over the years, I'm glad God has given us this time because you've added more pieces. Right. Like because of post-COVID, there's more access to Danny. And you can have a, a, a call in. Right. Or you can have him saying something live. And that's really been neat. What I loved on the local flavor here is that to back up what you said, you presented here. It was a it was a blow out the room kind of kind of deal here. People were were packed in there. I'm glad fire fire marshal didn't hit us up. Uh, but you were there, and afterwards, uh, one of the leaders of the organization uh, said, "Hey man, I got this check for Josh." And I go, "He's not gonna take it." And he was like, "No, no, no just like for his family, for gas, for this, for this." I'm like, "Okay, look, cool. He's not gonna take it." And like, so I kept telling him, and so finally I came back to you like, "Hey, look, they really want to give it to you," and you're like, "Do something in the community with it." You know, and it was one of one of those cool deals there. Also, as you started telling more about what Danny's doing now and how it's going, I had a guy here. He's an executive from Blue Cross called me up and he goes, hey, I want to talk to you. And I thought it was going to be about booking you for another event, which would have been great. Uh, and he goes, can we talk about fasting? It was really cool because he wanted yeah, to talk to yeah. me about a piece of that where he was going, I've never thought about it like that. And so I... I am grateful for your willingness to go and, and to speak about that, to do it also with your family. You've got the man up to health side, but then on this side, you've got the passion. Yeah. Passion initiative, initiative. where you guys just want to tell stories of hope. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And anywhere. that's my, my wife is the, my wife is the huge push behind the passion initiative. That was the first organization we ever started together. And it was, it's really her mission and it's her mission in the house and it's her mission outside the house is the world has enough negativity in it already. Let's bring people something positive and let's, let's try to build them up. Man. Okay. Folks, last thing I want to say to you, this is, as we have come to call it our mic drop. This is our altar call. This is our, as together we stand and sing. What I want you to know is that I had this man come over here on his birthday. <laughs> I came, I had him come in here blind and I said, Josh, just, just come on in. We're going to do some talking. Okay. Josh is one of the most prepared dudes I know, but he said, Taft, I trust you. I'll go wherever we're going to go. Josh 
does this in his life. He will go wherever the story leads him to tell it. He will also go wherever he is called to help groups talk about safety, talk about being prepared, and talking about what it means to be a man. Josh, it means the world to me that you spent a portion of your birthday with us. I love it. Happy birthday. Thanks, brother. And if Josh has inspired you today to get up, to go, and to create, it doesn't have to be perfect. God doesn't call us to perfection. You know what he calls us to? Effort. Effort, effort, effort. That's all you got to do is get up and try. Thank you so much for being here with us on Circle Unbroken. Have a good day.